Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your hosts, Kerry Zarb and Adriana Slattery, will bring you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. Welcome listeners. In today's show, we're going to talk about brave steps in your business marketing, stepping out of your comfort zone and delivering those awkward things that you're really not that into, such as a podcast or a video, and how we both step through the barriers. Hey, Adriana, how are you today? I'm so well, Kerry. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. A massive welcome back to the listeners. Yeah, huge welcome to our listeners and thank you so much for joining in. Excellent. So what's been going on in your world this week, Adriana? So much. Well, little property update is that listings are super low right now and it's causing a little bit of buyer activity. Um, So we are seeing that um, there's some slightly hot markets in little pockets around um, the major cities mostly. Um, but like I said, listings are definitely down, so not too much to report. Oh dear, not not a great space for the property market at the moment. No, especially because they did say the word recession. Oh dear, why did they use that word? <laughs> My God. Well, look at it, it's truth. We're here. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't think there was any avoiding it really, but um, it's one of those things. A bit bit more time will tell and, you know, give us a, a better idea of the ending final financial position for the country, I guess. Mm. And everything's uh, sort of changing week to week, so we'll see what happens. There is, um, last night, uh, the Treasurer announced a massive stimulus for the building and construction industry. Um, So that's been a pretty big thing that's happened this week. And, um, yeah, there's a fair bit of information that I've got on my Facebook pages about it. But just um, briefly, basically, they're giving people about 25K to be able to do a 150K minimum uh, reno. Oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. Well, that could really help some people I guess um I've been pretty pretty busy this week actually I've actually um things were slowing down there for a while and now it's a case of you know getting back to normal and things are kind of starting to ramp up and life's coming back to normal and uh, we're all, all still working from home those that are working from home but in general I think yeah it's just starting to feel definitely more active and and more busy than it was before so kind of just say sense. though Kerry can I butt in yeah uh, us uh, New South Welshmen are looking at the Victorian government thinking what the is going on down there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing and um, probably not something I want to go into too much because I've got a lot of opinions and I'm sure everybody does. But, um, yeah, um, Victoria's a bit of a mess, to be honest with you, <laughs> overall. I think just to keep it quite general, it's, um, yeah, not... Um, not proud to be Victorian at the minute. It's just a bit, yeah, a bit weird. But anyway. It is a bit weird. It is. I just thought I'd have to add it in because there's uh, <laughs> definitely word out on the street at the moment. Yes. So. <laughs> no, no hiding that. Can't, can't um, sweep that one under the rug. Um, 
yeah, so I guess we'll get stuck into today's podcast and um, get a, a bit of value over it to our listeners. Um, I think uh, getting back to the topic of the podcast, we were um, hoping to kind of bring a little bit of um, our situations into view here as far as, you know, those awkward moments and, and putting yourself out there with your business marketing. So obviously we're on a podcast and this is, uh, for me personally, been a really, really daunting, daunting thing to do. Um, and for those that are listening that may not be aware, we actually do the video of this podcast as well. So we're doing both things, which is both for me, very uncomfortable. Um, so I guess we, you know, really want to talk about overcoming those awkward moments and, you know, what it meant for us. And um, yeah, what, what do you think, Adriana? Oh, Karen, you've been doing so well. Um, I can't say that I've got a problem being on camera. I just love, I love being able to talk to an audience through a lens. But, um, and I think it comes back to my early um, modelling experience that I've had back when I was a kid. So um, just got that in my personality. But to be able to see you jump on camera has been really inspiring, actually. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. I still you started off thinking that it wasn't going to happen, but you went and did it on your own. You didn't I did. Even tell me. I did. I did. I thought oh, I've got to get over this. You know, it was just one of those moments of just, just do it, just get it done. You know, just well done. See, so, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not. It's not. I think it's just you know that time where you kind of look at yourself and you're like, oh my god, is that what I really look like? Because it's the flip. You know, it's not. It's not what I see in the mirror. It's. It's actually. Yeah, quite quite weird, um, oh, and I I don't like to focus on it too much because all those little inhibitions will come back again. Um, yeah, so I think it's um, for me it's been super nervous. Um, I won't lie, and and I think that everyone can kind of relate to that. And um, I guess you know it's just stepping out of your comfort zone and and really doing something that um, challenges you as a as an individual and you know some people struggle with that just on their basic social media you know talking about themselves or or you know something like that but yeah for me I think I was overthinking it I was really quite critical of you know how I would look how I would sound and and when I first started the podcast before Adriana came along I was just a robot, like everything was scripted word for word, every single moment of every, every word coming out of my mouth was, was scripted and I would record in, in little snapshots so that if I made a mistake, I could go back and, and do it again and only have to record another two or three minutes. But yeah, I just forgot to be human. And I, I guess I really just, you know, over rehearsed and, and over scripted and, and thought about it way, way too much. So yeah, for me, it was it was good to get past that, I think. Yeah, for me, it's been more so about because I entered um, a new business and a new industry, so I retrained. For me, it was a, a lot about doing my homework and making sure that I knew the language and uh, I had a vocabulary and that was all very new to me and being having to put yourself out there on video and... Um, through audio, um, I needed to simplify and, and explain things to people. But if you can't explain it in a simple way, then you probably haven't done enough work behind it yet. So that was my thing. Do I release things before they're perfect? Do I 
practice a bit more. My goodness, I have that many takes of my first video. <laughs> I was working with a business coach actually, and he was like, show me. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not showing you. He's like, you have to release it. I'm like, no, it's not happening. So um, I didn't release it. There was about 50 takes in there. Um, and I did, I did do it all on another day, but yeah. it was the practice. It was saying the words, practicing the words. So just my little pointer is um, to do your homework and to practice the language. Yeah, definitely. And see, I'm not a language person. I just say it how it is. I don't even think about half the words that I say. I just don't even focus too much. And and I think that's part of me just being human. That's who I am and, and that's how I am. And and I've decided, I guess, you know, throughout this journey and, and in the past, just not even to bother to refine that. Like, I just don't even really care that it's not perfect and I don't choose the right words because I think that was part of the overthinking for me as well, you know, going going too far into it but um many people have those skills naturally and can can polish themselves quite well but i'm just not polished i'm just i just am who i am so no, but you do know your stuff that's the thing so yeah and that's that's within you know that's just naturally within the the knowledge base and and some things that do come out of places i even forget exist you know and sometimes i think as as business owners that just happens you know when you when you are passionate about what you know and you know it so well it just comes out you know so you don't yeah. have to think yeah sure for sure yeah. um but it takes years to get there it does it does and then sometimes i find sometimes when you actually teach someone else something you, yes. you actually discover oh my god i didn't even know that i knew that so well it's just Funny because some some listeners wouldn't know that I'm actually a trainer and assessor. Yes. So I actually deliver units of competency for Cert 3, 4 in fitness mm -hmm. and business. Um, and the one thing that I tell them when they're learning anatomy is that you have to teach it to someone else. Yes. Because you just won't rope learn all of these things, label them, be able to understand and know all the bones, all the muscles, where they originate, where they insert, unless you're teaching someone else. Yep, definitely. All of a sudden your brain has to then go through and recall that information. So the pathways to where that information is stored becomes more efficient. Yeah. Oh, completely, completely. That's yeah. Spot on, spot on. Anyway. So I think um, for us, it was, um, you know, really like to talk about, podcast um, to talk about the, the video side of things and um, I guess for what we're doing like our, both of us had also that um, you know base nature behind us that we wanted to reach more people in small business so for us I guess um, you know making this leap and, and stepping into the podcast and the video hasn't been too much of a struggle because we both want that that same result and we're both so passionate about it so I think we're quite lucky that a we found each other and that we're both willing to bring this together I think yeah I think people the listeners that are maybe thinking about starting a podcast or maybe thinking about going in and becoming a guest speaker I would definitely um, tell them to and advise them to go out and practice so go and and seek other podcasts that you could possibly be a guest speaker on that way you get the feel for whether it could be for some you know something that you could do on a regular basis um, 
but a point that I would like to make is that we didn't just go out and close our minds to the type of podcast that we're going to deliver. So, for example, you're a, book, a bookkeeper, Carrie, so by, by trade, I guess. So you're not going to just go out and look for people that are or, or create a space that's just about bookkeeping. No, no, not at all. created a space and a great community on your Facebook group for support for small business. So you had to think outside the box a little bit for this to happen too. Yeah, yeah, I did. But again, I guess that actually came naturally for many years as well because although I'm a bookkeeper by trade, what a lot of people may or may not know, other bookkeepers will know, you get roped into everything. <laughs> the client wants you to do everything. It's not just bookkeeping. It never is. So it's one of those things that, you know, you start you start with bookkeeping and you're working on the finances and the budgets and the cash flows and, you know, you know, coordinating things with the ATO and, and potentially, you know, I'm a BAS agent and others would be as well, but, you know, next minute you're doing work cover and insurance and then you're dealing with the client's lawyers about some contracts and, and it just expands from there. So for me, having, and having done a lot of that in my own business as well, um, a couple of times, it just resonates across small business, you know, wide. It's not, it's not refined to bookkeeping. It's not, yes, I love my nerdy numbers, but at the end of the day, it's, it, it just becomes so broad. So that was natural for me to, to go in that path and, and that direction because of what I've seen and experienced with clients. I'm quite Carrie, does that make you more of a, like a virtual assistant? I actually don't know who I am. <laughs> sometimes it's it's quite it's it's quite funny. Like you know, sometimes you you meet meet someone and and you know in, in many different kind of settings, and, and they'll say, "Oh, what do you do?" And often my answer is, "I don't have a clue. I actually don't know." Like I will say, I'm a bass agent and I'm a bookkeeper. That's just like the base. That's just the beginning. Like it's there's yeah like sometimes you end up helping a client even giving them some direction on their marketing from things that you've done yourself or it might step into like i said before insurance and legal and and it's just it doesn't seem to have an end sometimes do you price that um yeah <laughs> um very case by case it has to be case by case you can't go on a standard structure because you know what you charge one client depending on the work level and and, yes. and and the commitment that they expect that's how I quite often price for clients because you might have one client that wants to send you a text message at 9pm at night and you hear it so often you know business owners set your hours set your structure but it doesn't work like that and and great for those that it does, fantastic. And I take my hat off to you, but I've not found it to work at all because I have some demanding clients and I love working with them because the energy from them and the things that they get me to do, I find more challenging and it gives me variety in the work that I do for them. So I would never say no, but some of them will text you at nine o'clock at night. It's not uncommon to have a phone call on a Saturday or a Sunday and, you know, share multiple emails across any, any day of the week. So oh, yeah, I really think that getting into business wasn't to work less. No. You're working more than what you would for someone else, but yep. there's just more, 
more um, of a rainbow at the end, I guess. It's yeah. More and there's other things that come with it. So definitely, but it also gives that flexibility because you know if I don't need to work for that client at nine o'clock on a Monday morning, I won't. You know, and if I can, and then I can work with my calendar and have more flexibility for other clients based on you know, a demanding client's needs. But having said that, like, I'm quite lucky that, you know, one of my most demanding clients is very flexible, but, you know, if something else is going on, they're like, yep, no worries, you know, get to it when you can. So yeah. they're the, the kind of clients that you want, you know, the ones that will keep you on your toes, but at the same time, really respect your time as well. So, right. so when you're doing that work for um, marketing or sales, do you ever find that you're giving advice based on lighting and um, equipment or have they kind of asked about social media or anything like that? Yeah, listen, it's really stepped into, on those occasions, stepped into spaces that they may not consider. So, for example, you know, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, but they don't know how to get started on LinkedIn. Yeah. So just little things, little hints and, and tips and pointers. But if I don't know the answer, I'll be open and honest and say, I'm not a marketing expert by all means, but this is where you can get started and I'll at least step them in the right direction. Yeah. And yeah. And, and if they need, you know, obviously get them linked up with the right person to, to get more out of that. Yeah. Mm. So when you got started with your podcast or your vlogs, because now you're on YouTube, which is so exciting, <laughs> um, you wanted to create that audience and create a, a following. Yeah. And is that the main reason why you also started your um, group, your Facebook group? Because that's quite that's getting quite successful now. Yeah, listen, the group's going really well and I think that's that's where everything started, but it was based on... I guess, a, a, a larger vision. The vision in, in, in its whole was just general support for small business. And I thought, I'll confess, I absolutely failed at it about 12 months ago. I launched a business, I launched a website and a platform and nothing happened. But I also got busy in my business at the time. So I didn't give it the love and care and attention that it needed. So but the, I, I guess from the result of that failure 12 months ago, I really probably stepped back and looked at it and went, I'm actually trying to work against Facebook by having a separate platform on my website. I'm, how, I've got to get traffic there. How am I going to get traffic there? Why would people come to my website when everyone's on Facebook? So this time round, I went, you know what? I'm going to start a group on Facebook and just start it there and see if it's even got interest. So that was me kind of dipping my toe in the water and, and testing that, that kind of space. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been widely successful so far and, and the group's actually starting to get some engagement um, between members and, and not just from my contribution, which is great. And, and it's got a long way to go. Like it's not huge yet. Um, but essentially I want to then branch that over 
to the business website, but not in the, the chat space, not in the takeaway from the group space. The group is the group and the group will remain uh, as it is. But so it's your own entity, you're keeping at it as its own thing. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. But I want to bring more value to the group and the only way I can do that is by having the right platform with the right information. So at the moment, I'm building that platform and building that information hub to help those members. It's... Mm. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I actually did the same kind of thing. Um, I've been doing this uh, social media marketing and uh, organic attraction type of a course. Yeah. Um, and I've been learning so much on there um, and implementing it as well. So um, what I've been learning is working, but I've actually had to use my own personal uh, Facebook page, so my own profile and um, start getting out there and networking and using it as a networking platform rather than a here's my life platform. So I definitely see Facebook as something completely different now. Yeah. Completely different. Like I went out, it was just a, a friend's thing. I was in the fitness industry then. So everyone was, um, it was a social gathering type of thing online. But now I see it strictly as a networking platform for my business yeah that's really make that mindset shift yeah that's really cool and I've, I've actually done the same thing on LinkedIn myself lately because LinkedIn I oh, don't know how but over many years I've gained you know quite a network on LinkedIn and I always used to have my business stuff hidden on my business page which didn't get a lot of attention and I've actually recently flipped it that my business stuff comes to my personal profile on LinkedIn okay I think people are actually, I don't know, I think having that human face and yeah. that yeah, human... Yeah, call it humanising your brand. Yeah, exactly. It seems to be working quite well. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? So when I first opened the gym, um, it was only a matter of months after, um, less than six months after, and the 24-hour gyms all opened. Wow. Yeah, we didn't see it coming. So we probably should have, but we didn't and <laughs> we weren't ready for it. But mm -hmm. the thing that I would say to people was that you can't, you can't make friends with machines, right? You can only make friends with people. Yeah. So these 24 sevens that were coming out, they were a shell, they had full of equipment, but there was no one there manning their space it, it didn't have a culture because humans bring culture yeah treadmills don't bring culture no so definitely the same sort of thing on the on the social media um pages right so if you're standing behind and staying away from humanizing your brand people don't make friends with you because they can't see you they can't like you and they can't trust you yep yep that makes sense makes sense to me and, and this is, I guess, where sometimes as business owners, we need to probably put, you know, a different hat on and look at it from a different direction because, you know, as much as everyone's working from home and, and so many virtual platforms have come to life of late, you can't beat that face-to-face. -face. You can't beat those personal connections. It's just never going to die, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, I think we've gotten a little bit carried away, but that's pretty normal. Um, 
So you mentioned before, I just want to touch on this really quickly. You mentioned before that you were very comfortable in front of the vid, like the camera in front of the lens yeah. because of your, your background and, and what you've done in the past. And, but then you also mentioned that you did a, a, was it a course and you had to submit and you were kind of anxious about, you know, sending, sending through stuff that you weren't happy with and, and not, you know, having it perfect so I, I guess what I want to really resonate to listeners is that this isn't perfect obviously you know we're just having a, a general conversation and a general chat and we've got a bit of an idea of where we want to go with the discussion but like this will just be slightly edited at the start and slightly edited at the finish and then we're just going to put it out to the masses really so I think as a small business owner you need to be comfortable with that and I think that's, um, I guess, where I've had to change my ways because I was quite the perfectionist. I've always been a perfectionist. And maybe that's from the numbers. I'm not sure. But, you know, having everything perfect and everything 100%, you know, is, is yeah, how I've always operated and, and liked things to be. But, yeah, this is different. This is really, really different. And it's amazing how in the last couple of weeks I've actually pulled down that barrier and, and I'm at the point of, yeah, I am who I am and, and this is me and, and so be it, you know? So yeah, I think that's something I just want listeners to understand that human is good and, and being yourself is, is really good. So yeah. Um, I have a question for you, Adriana. How do we get started on video? What's your tip? My tip is that you've got to have great sound and great lighting. Yeah. They're the two main things. If your sound doesn't, um, isn't crystal clear, I think you lose, your, you lose your audience. And if your lighting isn't great, um, you also start developing way too many shadows and you distract people with what they're seeing. Yep. So having good lighting, um, good sound through um, a great even USB plug-in mic or you can get the lapel um, that would uh, they can connect straight to the auxiliary um, port in your phone they're a really good place to, place to start and right now I'm just using natural light from a window out the front of my um, at my office so my home office so the natural light is enough to get started or I think you've invested in some lighting as well I've got um I did buy a, a softbox so oh, yeah. I've got a couple of different backgrounds that I use as well depending on what I am saying so what I've done is I've kept the backgrounds the same for the type of um, message that I'm delivering yeah the things that I record for my uh, weekly emails I've got like a bookshelf behind me um, because I'm really teaching someone something yeah. um, and things from uh, a, a little opinion piece that I have is done here um, with my equipment and um, then I've got something a bit more professional for um, my, vi my video logs on YouTube. Yep. yep. Yeah, I go into a studio to record those. Yeah, that's a good idea, definitely. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I did invest in a lot recently. And a lot of people talk about ring lights and, you know, fancy 
fancy expensive lights. This one wasn't cheap. And when I say not cheap, like it wasn't $30. I think it was just over a hundred dollars. And it's actually, <laughs> it's quite a funny story. It's actually made by Ryobi. It's actually, oh. it's actually a work light. There so you go. It's meant for a garage or for a tradie and it plugs in, you know, the, like the cordless drills and stuff that they have. Oh, it yeah. actually has that ability to, to universal battery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I've actually got it plugged into the power cause it's got a little power socket as well. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so um, the other thing I, that I've been playing with is um, headliner. It's a little app that I've been using to um, complete little videos, little short videos for so social media. Yeah. And it's got rolling texts um, and you can, you've got the audiogram, the little wave with, with um, that you'll see on social media when we're posting yep. um, our ads for the podcast and things like that. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. You've sent yeah. me a couple of those and they look really, really interesting. I think you just grab a snippet, yeah? You don't, like, grab the whole lot. It's just no, a, a part. Like yeah. So, yeah, you do – it's pretty easy to use. Um, you can set, like, a little template. That way you get faster and quicker at it as you go. Um, but basically, yeah, this little app you can use on your desktop or on your phone and um, – yeah, you're able to use 60-second clips that are perfect for your Instagram or social media. Yeah, exactly. And that leads into the next part. Where do we put these things? Like, I know where we're going to put them and, and what we're working on, but what's what's right? What's what's wrong? I don't think there's any wrongs, is there? Um, I think as long as you are keeping it consistent, um, then you've got some apps that'll allow you to cross share. So you'll be able to share on different platforms as well. But um, I, I probably wouldn't recommend sharing on a platform that you're not on and not posting on. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I think um, the ones that come to mind for me, you mentioned Instagram before you can obviously pop your, your videos on Facebook, um, YouTube channels. They're quite, quite popular and quite common and as you mentioned before that's that's starting to happen um tiktok i really like tiktok i'm an absolute tiktok junkie like have you been using it have you i have i have i confess i am the um if if my my children would let me i would be one of those mums that would be doing the tiktok with the embarrassed child in the background um, <laughs> definitely, definitely. i love that but it's, it's, it's my go-to. You know what? I use TikTok on the treadmill every morning. If I don't have my TikTok session with my treadmill session, the day is not right. Like there is something. So what are you doing while you're walking or jogging? So I don't do too many videos, okay. um, but I always have like I pop the mobile phone on the, the, I don't know what that is, like a screen on the treadmill, whatever. I've never really played with that too much. And then I just flick through and I've got the, the people that I follow and then uh, there's like this live feed thing, so random videos. But I think it's based on an algorithm like they all would be, you know, based on what I've been liking. It shows I me. I believe that TikTok is actually owned by, I'm going to say Instagram. It has to be. It There's something like that. Yeah. Let me, I should really look that up. You look that up um, for sure. And, but I just, 
I find it really funny. Like there's good stuff on there. I've learned how to cook a few things on TikTok, would you believe? Um, but they've also got, um, when Corona hit us, um, I actually started to learn how to shuffle dance. So I've been looking at those videos endlessly. And then there's just little funny stuff. Like there's this guy on a tractor sowing seeds into his paddock and, you know, there's just like, oh, there's this one lady that she's doing something like during um, COVID-19, she's spying on the neighbours and giving a daily update on what's happening in her street. And it's just a bit of fun. And, but I know that a lot of people are using it in business. There's uh, quite a few marketing people on there that I've actually connected with. And um, yeah, it's quite the, the happening space. But as always, like Instagram, the, the young ones say it's not for us oldies. So bad luck. I'm just there anyway. I've done a couple of videos, um, just a couple of little testers and trials, but yeah, I want to explore it a bit further. I think you're um, ahead of me. Oh, I haven't, haven't tried a, a video yet on TikTok. I have joined TikTok, but I'm yet to do anything, but I know someone in the property industry has actually been getting some referrals and leads from TikTok as well. So there you oh, go. There you go. Oh, okay. There must be a way to do this. We'll have to explore a little bit further. <laughs> Um, good. Okay. Well, was there anything else we were going to cover in this episode? What else were we going to go over? Oh, I think that's it. Like, make sure that your sound is good. Make sure that you um, have, the good, have good lighting, that you're consistent with your social media posts and that you're not over committing too much. So mm. really making sure that you're, you're getting one platform pretty professional and consistent first before you start opening yourselves up to too much more because you'll be over committing yeah. and then you'll end up not doing anything. At yeah. All. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they say that traditionally in marketing to do one or two platforms and do them really well. So yeah. that you, you know, get that, that happening um, rather than people like me that just go everywhere and do it all a bit ordinary. I confess. <laughs> Uh, great. Okay. Thanks, Adriana. And I think this has been a, a little bit of value to our listeners. And I just want to wrap up with um, something new. I wanted to ask you what your takeaway is from COVID-19. What's, what's a highlight for you during coronavirus? Well, I've been very brave. And yes. I guess that's the one thing that I've taken away from this, other than the fact that I've been reading to the kids a whole lot more. Yay. Um, yeah, and so is hubby coming home and, and reading them a book. So we kind of all go in, all four of us go into their bedroom and we all have like a, a good couple of books that we read before we close off the night. But, um, yeah, the other thing is that I've been really brave and I've, I've actually, uh, amidst all the doom and gloom, I've actually learnt a lot through the process of believing in myself and backing myself. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you. How about you, Kerry? Uh, well, for me, I think I've just been so grateful to have time to work in my business rather than on my bit. No, other way around. On my business rather than in my business. And I've been able to do that a little bit of guilt-free, to be honest, because I think a lot of us business owners just believe that we have to keep working and we have to keep going and we have to do a million miles an hour. And to actually, you know, spend a bit of time on social media and think about the business and the business plan and, and that kind of stuff I wouldn't have done that I would not have taken the time out to get that done if it wasn't for coronavirus so I am actually grateful to have had the opportunity to work from home and refined myself I guess yeah so good. 
Yeah. Okay, All so right. If people wanted to get a hold of you, Kerry, where, where are they going? Yeah, so let's, um, let's talk about that. In the show notes, we've got some um, comprehensive little pieces of our show notes. We've put together a nice little template and we've also got links to uh, the Facebook group, which is Micro and Small Business Support Group. So if you go to the show notes, you can find the link or you can type that name into Facebook. Um, for myself, I am uh, readily available at zincbusinesssolutions.com.au and for Adriana, we will find you at thepropertysociety.com.au. So that's us. Yes, thank you Wonderful. and we'll talk to you next time. Yes, see you soon. Thanks, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.